0: Can remain standing and turn with me to the book of 1 Samuel, chapter number 16. 1 Samuel, chapter 16, verse number 7. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So good to see everyone here today. I'm so glad that you've taken time to be in God's house, made an investment here today. Hallelujah so grateful grateful for the presence of God that we already feel in this building first Samuel chapter 16 verse number 7 if you got it say amen all right but the Lord said unto Samuel look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature because I have refused him I want you to listen to this For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh upon the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh upon the heart we're continuing our series here today on well done, and um, let's see, Sister Kelsey, if you could, I printed out some copies there, you could grab that and hand one to each family. And uh, today we're going to be preaching the first part of this series, we've done a welcome here a few weeks ago, and then today is our first part, which is the why in well. The why in well. We'll be preaching about motives here today. Heavenly Father, we love you. We're so grateful for this opportunity to be with you. Bless the sermon. Bless your people. Bless the altar service. Help us, Lord, to leave challenged and changed here today. Hallelujah. We'll be careful to give you praise and honor that you deserve. Amen. You can be seated. The Lord. Don't see like man sees. Amen? He does not see us like man sees us. What is the most important ingredient in working for the kingdom of God and fulfilling God's will in our lives? I know that there's a lot to this, But I'll be talking about one specific area here today that I feel like is one of the most important ingredients. Is it knowing where to fulfill God's will? Is the most important ingredient knowing how to fulfill God's will? Seeking these answers are all about the outward ingredient of the work of the Lord. I would argue that God places His highest priority, listen to this, on the inward man. Did you catch that? I would argue that God places His highest priority on the inward man. I would argue today that the priority of fulfilling God's will is not the where, it's not the how. I would go as far as saying it's not the what. But the highest priority and the most important ingredient in doing a job that's well done in this life is the why. Hallelujah. It's the why. It is important to know where. It is important to know how. It is important to know what. But if you have all of those three down and even other ingredients and you don't have the why, then you're missing the foundation of working for the kingdom. God cares more about who you are than what you can do for Him. Todd Akin said that. He cares more about who you are than what you can do. You've heard me quote before, when there's nothing to do, there's always something to be. Amen. Hallelujah. What are you telling about? I want you to. I want. Today we're going to kind of get to the root issue here today. We're going to be talking about well done, and we're preaching this sermon series about what does that look like at the end of our lives when God looks and says, "Well done." It's not uh, 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 well thought or, or or well intended, but it's well. done. Hallelujah. And it's important to to do for the kingdom of God. Amen. Are you going to help me this morning? Are you going to help me? Hallelujah. It's important for us to know different things and to have different ingredients. But I can tell you here this, this morning that the most important thing for doing a work in His kingdom is being who we need to be. It is doing it in the right way with pure Motives, Hallelujah, glory to God. If we get the why wrong, then nothing else matters. I want to let you know here today that the why and the pure motives and and it all everything of what we do starts with that. Why would you say that, Brother Jared? Because we're going to get into here today with some scriptures and let you know that it you can you can do for the kingdom of God, and at the end of it all, Him look at you and say you cast out demons in my name you you healed the sick in my name you done this and many works in my name oh but i never knew you in other words it was all for the wrong motives there was something wrong with the relationship there was something wrong with the heart hallelujah and i tell you today that if we're going to do well for the kingdom of god it's going to start with an inward pureness, and work its way out to an outward pureness. Hallelujah. And that's what God is looking at. And so when we look at this scripture, and we see that man is looking from an outward appearance, we realize that God does not see us that way. God looks on the inward man. God has the ability to look past your actions, to look past your actions and see the reason why that you're doing what you're doing. You don't work your way into heaven. Amen. We know that there is a work to do and we will be judged by that. I can tell you here today, we'll get to heaven. We're gonna get there by knowing him. It's something that we have to have from the inside out. So today I've, I've done a little study. I want, I want here today, at the beginning of this, to let you know that there is something when <coughs> I want to ask this question what's between the heart and the hands? What's between the heart and the hands? You know, I can I, I can I got there's different plugs that are out here on the, on the sides here, and we see you know each one of these plugs uh, are hooked to a source right right Is that the way it works you know I don't know can you each one is hooked to a source as a matter of fact Dad, it goes back each one of these run back and and they're they're hooked to to some of these uh boxes that are in the back here there's another box upstairs a new box that we put in the activity center and it all runs back to that and then it goes uh uh, to the pole outside and then it's ran back to the original power source that is making power so that we can have lights here today and we can you know have heat here this morning or air conditioner if we need it, so we can have what we need. But I want you to know that that plug has to be hooked to a source. Amen? But what, what is in between the source and the plug? That's what I feel like here today. I want to liken to motive. Now, I want you to understand that we can do things and not have a good Conductor. In other words, our motive can be wrong. In other words, you can do for the kingdom of God and your motive be wrong. Right? So what are you saying, Brother Jared? This is where we're coming at here today. We can do for the kingdom of God. I'm talking about, that's what I'm preaching about here today. Well done. That's this series. Well done. We're talking about doing for the kingdom of God. But I want you to realize that the conductor between God and what we're doing is a motive. And it must be pure. What are you saying, Brother? there's, There's different ways of getting power to that plug-in there's different ways of getting power to those lights all right there are there are good ways to do it and there are bad ways to do it can I tell you that a conductor uh, uh, you can use cast iron as a conductor did you know that you can use stainless steel as a conductor you can even use lead as a conductor but it's not a good Conductor Can't handle heat, different things like that. So what are you saying, Brother Jared? I'm telling you that you can do for the kingdom of God and be wrong in your motive. Alright? You can know from God and do with your hands but what's moving from the heart to the hands, what type of motive do you have? Because if you do not have a good motive, and I'm going to show you in Scripture here what's going to happen to us when our motive is all wrong. But can I tell you that there are good conductors? All right. So when we take a look at this, and if we had lead moving to one of these, we may not be able to run uh, uh, lights. We may not. We probably, definitely, wouldn't be able to have heat and air in this building here today. But did you know that there are some really conductors that allow electricity to run smoothly we find that in silver gold is actually a very good conductor and then Come on, everybody knows what it is. Copper. copper copper is a great con- and 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 so they run copper and you see that aluminum sometimes and you see them run those different things why because it's a good conductor it allows that electricity to flow the way that it needs to. And can I tell you today that, that we wouldn't be able to hook up to that power source over there and run a vacuum and everything if we weren't using a good conductor. And you say, Brother Jared, I don't feel like that I'm being effective for the kingdom of God. I don't feel like Well I today want to encourage you to check your conductor what's moving from the heart to the hands. Check your motive here today. Why am I working for the kingdom of God? Am I working for the kingdom of God for selfish motives? Am I working for the kingdom of God with wrong motives? Or am I working with a pure motive? Am I working for the kingdom of God because I love Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Can I tell you today that if you have a good motive that is a good conductor for God to be able to move through check your motive here today hallelujah so let's take a look at when we have wrong motives did you know wrong motives can be hidden from man did you know that it can be hidden from man the bible says man looks on the outward appearance can't see the heart Matthew chapter 6, verse 2. I want you to look here at wrong motives and, and basically what happens with wrong motives. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not stand, I'm sorry, sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, they may have, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Can I tell you today that if you're doing what you're doing to get noticed by man, you have your reward. As a matter of fact, your reward from God doesn't even start. That's the reason why today that I made this statement that motive is where it starts. Hallelujah. Because if you're doing it, with the wrong motive, you're just doing it. You're not doing it for God, and God's not going to bless you because you have the wrong motive. If you're be if you're doing it to be noticed by man, then you'll have your your a uh, 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 reward from man, and that's all you get. I don't know about you, but I don't want a reward from man. I said, I'm not looking to do things to be noticed by other people. But can I tell you, if you have the wrong motive, then you come up. Now, when the Bible says it here, I believe it's literal here whenever it says that they come and they blow the trumpet. I mean, they're letting everyone know this is what's going on. You know, I, we've got people right here in this church that have asked me not to tell when they've done something. I'm going to tell you something, man. That is pretty awesome. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. But I want you to know that wrong motives, guys, if, we, if we're doing things for the wrong motives, then we have our reward. We haven't even started working our reward for the kingdom of God because we're being noticed by man. And that's the reason why we're doing it. motives can be hidden from man we see here another another scripture here in Matthew the sixth chapter verse six and it says here be thou I'm sorry but thou when thou prayest enter into thy closet and when thou hast shut the door pray to thy father which is in secret and thy father which is in secret shall reward thee. Openly. Hallelujah. In other words, the opposite of that is don't just go out and say a pretty prayer in front of everybody. I'm going to tell you something. I I would rather have a soldier that I never hear pray that has a prayer life at home than somebody who can come up and straighten their tie up and give you the prettiest prayer in the world in the middle of a service. Give me somebody that knows how to get along with God in a closet. Hallelujah. Oh, give me somebody that has the prayer life at home that doesn't come to be seen or heard but simply comes to be a help, hallelujah, to be an encouragement, to to come to worship with a pure motive. I'll take them every time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wrong motives produce, listen to this, produce distance from God. James 4.3 says this, ye ask and receive not, but ye ask amiss, listen, that ye may consume it upon your lusts psalm 66 18 says this if i regard iniquity in my heart the lord will not hear me the heart he's not talking about the hands he's talking about the heart i want you to to think about it here today And to take a look not at what you've been doing, but what you've been thinking and where your appetites are here today. What do you love? That's what God here today is really wanting Lighthouse to do. Evaluate yourself. Because if you could be doing everything in the ministry and your heart be further and further and further from God... I'm going to tell you something. If, if ministry equals getting further from God for me, uh, I'd rather do away with ministry uh, and get a hold of God in my personal life. I want you to know here today it's vital for us uh, to understand that we can be, be uh, doing everything and everyone think we're good, uh, but down in the depths of our hearts, uh, oh, we're far from God. God, help us and our hearts to be right. Oh, you're distancing yourself from God when you've got the wrong motives, when the heart's not right, when you're doing things to be seen. Oh, God, help us. Or let's even go a little bit further than that. How about you're doing things just because they're duty? You're not doing it out of love. How about doing it out of envy, covetousness, you're doing it because you want a blessing. Hallelujah. Oh God, help us. God help us to have a pure heart. So we see here Bible's letting us know that if our motives are wrong, if that distance between the heart and the hands is full, of wrong motives, then we are distancing ourselves from God. Wrong motives can be hidden from man. They produce distance from God. And then lastly, on wrong motives, they cannot be hidden from God. They cannot be... You can hide them from man, but you cannot hide them from God. He sees... There's only one that knows why you do what you do. The why in well. Are your motives right? Jeremiah 17 tells us this, 9 and 10. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? We know that scripture, but listen to this next scripture, verse 10. I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. Listen to what the Amplified Version says here. The heart is deceitful above all things and is exceedingly perverse and corrupt, severely, mortally sick. Who can know it, perceive it, understand it, be acquainted with his own heart and mind Oh, but from the help from the Lord, verse 10 says, I, the Lord, search the mind, I try the heart, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. Oh, God, help us to realize, oh, that heart must be pure. God is searching. He's looking into your heart here today. I want to, do, I want to go just a little bit further here today and let you know, and I, I, I know... I'm not going to hide behind here. Usually, I would on a statement like this, but you come to church today, and that's great. But the real question is: is your heart here? You gave in tithe today, and that's a commandment. It's, you know, the Bible lets us know. That if we don't give the 10%, we're stealing from God. I I know that, but and that's good that you did, and I'm glad that you did. It helps support all that we do here, and we vitally need that. But really, to be honest with you, in order for it to be accepted, did you give it from your heart? With joy. Hallelujah. Or was it prying it out of your wallet? Come on now. I'm talking about the heart. God is looking at the heart here today. Where's your heart? Oh, God help us. I'm going to tell you something. If you have the wrong motives, if your motives aren't clear here today, if you come in here today, you didn't have the right motives. God sees that. We've been talking about motives the last couple of weeks up in our classroom. I told our class, you guys don't have to come on Sunday morning if you don't want to. You've already heard some great stuff on motives. But some, thing, some of the things that Chip Ingram brings out, your money is the greatest, clearest, true revealer of your heart. Whew. Man, in that song, You know what he says That motive, a right motive is, the definition of a right motive, to please God. That's your desire, to please God. Not about pleasing yourself, about pleasing God. That's the reason why he talks about materialism. We heard about that today. He said there's only two gods, mammon and God. He said, in other words, you're either going to serve materialism or you're going to serve God. I love what he said here at the end of today. He said, invest in people, not in things. Mm. Invest in people, not in things. You know what giving is? The key issue of giving, your motive here is giving guards your devotion. How about prayer? Prayer guards your discernment. How about fasting? Fasting guards your perspective. Man, that's good stuff. Hallelujah. Where's your motive? Where's your motive here today? We're gonna to move to a more positive side now. All right, and talk about right motives. Right motives can be hidden from man. <laughs> Woo-hoo! On you can help me on this last part, all right? It's not so negative. Right motives can be hidden from man. Matthew chapter 6 verses, and I know I'm reading a lot from here because this whole chapter is basically about motives, but but when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. Hallelujah. In other words, We can go to the same church and not have to announce and not have to let everybody know what we're doing for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. We don't need to announce. Brother Davy doesn't need to know whenever I give an extra $5 in the offering. I don't need to... And I'm going to say this and every one of you be honest here. I don't need to fold the $1 bills a certain way to where they can't see that and then fold the $20 bills a certain way where everybody knows whenever I'm giving a 20 Come on now. You know what I'm talking about. You Man does not have to know. Hallelujah. It, is, it can't be hidden from man. Hallelujah. And when it is hidden from man, glory to God, oh, it's coming here in a minute, but I want you to know here today, you don't have to let your neighbor know when you, if, if you got to let somebody know when you do something for God, you've got the right or the wrong motives. But when you can do something for the kingdom of God, God and nobody knows it but you, hallelujah then that means you have a right motive glory to God, oh I'm starting to feel the Holy Ghost here today Oh, speak to us about our hearts in this building here today, God help us not to announce when we do something for God but help us for the right hand not to know what the left hand's doing glory to God, oh brother Oh hallelujah, somebody has a need in the church. All of a sudden it gets met. Oh, I don't know how it got met. I don't need to know that Brother Travis gave it to him. Brother Travis doesn't need to let me know that he gave it to him. God sees the intents of the heart. God knows the motives. And if you'll keep it to yourself, and if you'll do it for the right reasons, then your reward will will be ahead of you and invested in eternity. And they would have never told me, but I walked in on them and caught them. Now I walked in on some things and caught some things before and didn't like it very much. I work in a Christian school. There's some things that we catch that we say, oh no. But I walked in on somebody that was installing a new microwave in our kitchen. And I went around there and I, I, well, what in the world are y'all doing? And they looked at each other and I believe one of the, one of the first things that came out was, oh, you got us. Not even the pastor doesn't even need to know when I'm putting a new microwave in. And the only way that they'll know is if I walk in and catch them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Not announcing it. Don't anybody have to know. Hallelujah. Just trying to sneak it in. Why? Oh, because God knows because my motive is in the right place because if I never ever get noticed for that investment here then I will get noticed for that investment there. God, help us here today to make sure that our heart is in the right place. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. We got multiple people right here in this church that have asked me not to say when they do things. I'm going to tell you something. That's a pure motive. God will reward. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Checking our motives here today. Man, our right motives can be hidden from God. Right motives draw us closer to God. We said that wrong motives produce distance from God. The iniquity of the heart, the Lord will not hear me. Oh, but what does a God say about somebody who has the right heart and the right motives? 1 John chapter, th- 21, or chapter 3, verses 21 through 22. I want you to hear this scripture, church. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not then have we confidence toward God. And listen, and whatsoever we ask, we receive of Him because we have kept His commandments and do those things that are pleasing in His sight. Here we see doing, yes, well done, thou good and faithful servant, but it all started with the heart. If your heart condemns you not, then that's the condition, church. That's the condition. The condition is not if you do it, the condition is why you are doing it. Hallelujah! to tell something. God me up on this. Why do I want to see growth in this church? Why do I want to have revival in this church? Why church? Is it because of... I can say oh we're having revival over here at at Seneca Missouri is it because when other pastors come I can talk about how that we've been growing is it because I can say ooh we got a hundred in our school is that the motive if that's the motive it's wrong it's polluted and it will not last we'll get further from God with that motive but if we can say God if we've got a hundred or if we've got ten We're simply trying to please you. My God, help us at Lighthouse to have a pure motive. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, God, help us. God, help us. Giving to someone with pure motives who doesn't know where it comes from, is one of the greatest joys that's out there. Anybody ever done that? Anybody ever done that? And you heard the testimony about how God was meeting these? And you seen them be able to make it and they never knew that that blessing came from you or your family. And you look over at your wife or you look over at your kids and you smile at each other because you know, oh, that that was something that you were used by God to do. Oh, and they say, oh, I didn't know, and I didn't, whatever. Oh, but but I'm going to tell you something, church. It's the greatest joy to this day, Brother Davis. We don't know who put groceries on our table in Indiana. Hallelujah. In little Morgantown, Indiana. We, to this day, do not know who did that. And what they don't know is that we got up that morning and had nothing to eat after breakfast We simply said a prayer and we walked away knowing that we had nothing to to eat when we got home and we walked into that building and somehow there were groceries, bags of groceries that were on the table. Somebody's getting a blessing in heaven. Why? Because they had the right motives. Nothing more joyous in that kind of giving. Hallelujah. Oh, nothing. Nothing. Hallelujah. We need God to help us not just to do the right things, but to do them for the right reasons. What's your motive? In conclusion, I want to ask you here today. Yeah, you're working for His kingdom. Yeah, you're giving to His kingdom, and I'm going to tell you something, Church. We couldn't do it without you. Hallelujah! You're giving your time, your efforts, your resources. Couldn't do it without it. I want to tell you something. I I want to see you be rewarded by God. I don't I don't want it to become mechanical. I want to see people prosper. Not just in finance, but be investing in an eternal reward. And we can enjoy it when we get up there. God help us today. What's pushing you? What's driving your desires? Is it obligation? Is it envy? Is it covetousness? Is it jealousy? Is it pride? Is that what's pushing you? Are you being driven by the wrong motives, Or is love and compassion and mercy and a pure heart fueling your work for the kingdom building that you are doing? What is your motive? What does your heart look like? Because there's only two people in this world that know that. You and God. You and God. (laughs) Proverbs 4.23 says it like this. Keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Can I tell you that Eventually, what's on the inside will make it to the outside. see, right motives can be hid from man. Right motives draw us closer to God. And just as wrong motives can't be hid from God, listen to this. Are you ready? Right motives can't be hidden from God either. Right motives can't be hidden from God either God's keeping the count and everything that you do with the pure that's reason why I said it all starts with the pure motive because when you start doing things with the pure motive God's logging them down hallelujah and you will be rewarded it will not go unnoticed hallelujah I said it won't go unnoticed stand all across this building Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. God, help us today. Oh, not to have the wrong motives, but Lord, help our motives to be pure. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm going to end with this here. Proverbs 4.23 tells us to keep thy heart. Keep our heart. What does the word keep here mean? the word keep means to guard watch watch over to preserve to guard from danger hallelujah oh glory to god i can tell you here today that at this building was full of valuables oh we would put some type of some type of security system we would put somebody that would walk the outside some security team that would walk thee out. We would put up some video cameras and we would keep an eye on the merchandise. Hallelujah. What are you saying? We would guard and we would keep. Can I tell you that your motives are so much more important than silver and gold. Oh, hallelujah. You will be judged by your motives. What are you saying, Brother Jared? I'm telling you here today, put a guard on your motives. Put a watch on your motives. Oh, check your motives here today and make sure you're doing things for the right reasons. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now. Oh God, this, this has been convicting to me as the pastor of this church, Lord. Oh God, for me to check my motives, for me to check my heart and make sure that I'm doing ministry for the right reasons. God, I pray, Lord, for our congregation here today. There's no doubt in my mind that there's somebody here Oh, that just as myself is going to have to come down to this altar and say Lord forgive me for doing that for pride. Lord forgive me for doing that out of obligation. God help me Lord to do this for the right reasons. To do ministry for the right reasons. To give my time and my efforts and my resources and my monies for the right reason. God help me to have the right motives I want to have the right why In well on that day when you say well done I want to do it for the right reasons I'm going to ask you here today have you been doing ministry and you've looked today and God has revealed to you in this service that you've been doing them for the wrong reasons I want you to raise your hand here today yes 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 there's three anyone else yes four hallelujah come on this is a church check here today God's dealing with the body here today He's fixing some mindsets. He's fixing some hearts here today in order for us to be the right conductors, in order for us to have the power the way that we need to. Our motive is everything. We've got four or five here today. Is there someone else? I've been witnessing. I've been evangelizing. I've been doing things for the wrong motives. Would you raise your hand here today and be honest with the Lord? Yes. I'm going to go to another another part of this sermon. How about your giving of your time and of your efforts and of your finances? Have you been doing that with the right motives in mind? Hallelujah. Would you raise your hand here today and say, Brother Jared, I, I, my motives are wrong, and I need to make them pure here today. Would you raise that hand? Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Anyone else here today? Yes. Somebody else? Yes. God's dealing with this multiple people raising their hands here today. Glory to God. I'm not going to ask for you to come because there's too many of us. Oh, God has dealt with us here. We're doing for the kingdom of God. You don't have to bow your heads. You can look at your pastor here today. I want you to know we're doing for the kingdom of God because we want to hear those words. Well done. We want to hear those words. We're not just intending, but we're doing for the kingdom of God. But it all counts for nothing if it's not with a pure motive. Hallelujah. If it's not with a pure motive, it's all done for nothing. So here today I'm going to ask us when we come down to this altar allow God to search us. As it said in the scripture we read today that He searches the heart and help Him to purify our motives. And we walk away from here we can say I'm not going to let the left hand know what the right hand I don't want my glory down here. I'm not looking to give because I want to be rich and blessed down here. But I'm giving for the kingdom of God. I'm setting my effect and purify my motives. Oh, hallelujah. So I can have the right why in well. Let's come to the altar. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, the conviction of God.